Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our reading from Luke this morning uh, is, is a warning to us um, for many things, but certainly about being presumptuous and taking for granted the salvation that God has given us. There, there are many, many lessons in this parable, and I'm just going to focus on a couple of them. There are actually books that have been written uh, about this parable, and certainly I would encourage you. I'm sure we have uh, at least one of them in our library. Um, and uh, so I would encourage you to, uh, to learn from this parable. It's about a rich man and a poor man named Lazarus. It's interesting that this is the only parable where one of the parties in the parable was named actually by Jesus. And the fathers believe that because of that, or they speculate that because of that, uh, that this is actually a true story uh, and not just a parable, but at least it's based on a true story. So, as I said, there are many lessons that we can learn um, from both the rich man and from Lazarus. Uh, as Jesus, and, and, and let's just talk about a couple of them. As Jesus describes the rich man, he wasn't really such an evil person. Uh, just having money by itself was not uh, evil, but what he did, or really more what he didn't do, uh, was where he fell short. And so we should learn, and there are three ways that he failed uh, that are certainly put before us today as lessons concerning this rich man. First of all, and, and they're somewhat related, but the first is that he failed in simply in good works. And we are called to do good works as part of our striving in this life and as our participation in the church and in the life that Christ has given us. We see that this rich man could have done so much for Lazarus in terms of good works. He could have given him a little food. He could have called for a doctor to help him with his uh, infirmities. Or even just acknowledging his presence outside his front door. Uh, that that in and of itself would have been good works toward Lazarus. And of course, he didn't do that. The second way that he failed, and this is related to the first, is that he didn't specifically give alms to Lazarus. Now, the rich man could have given an amount that meant nothing to him that would have not only met all of Lazarus's needs, but would have actually provided for him abundantly. And yet, he didn't even give a little uh, to Lazarus uh, to help him in terms of alms. And certainly, anything he would have done would have helped Lazarus uh, abundantly. So, for us, we're, are to we're to learn from this and to learn that, that we are also called to give alms to help others. So, not only good works, but also giving of alms. Uh, and alms are what we would give over and above uh, what we give to the church to help support the ministries of the church in our tithing or, whatever, or the building fund or whatever we're giving. And then alms would be over and above that. Now, unlike the rich man, 
for many of us, we might miss that, even that amount of money that we give, and yet we're called to do that. And that's not for those that we are helping um, necessarily. It is really for our salvation that we are called to give alms. Uh, and that's why they're particularly emphasized during our fasting seasons, uh, so that we can be reminded uh, of this ministry which we have uh, to give alms. When we give alms, we're to realize that we're not to judge the worthiness of the needy. We're not to judge the, whether those that are receiving our alms deserve it in some way. And we're not even to try to judge or figure out what they're going to do with it. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that we give to every panhandler that comes by, uh, but certainly we are to be open, and our hearts should be open to giving alms, particularly where uh, they are needed and where they're called for. And again, that is for our salvation, uh, and not really just to help those that are in need. And the third way that the rich man failed when he had great opportunity to do much is that he simply failed to show hospitality to Lazarus. He could have brought him into his house. He could have fed him. He could have done that just even once, uh, and that would have been showing some hospitality. And he certainly had ample opportunity virtually every day as Lazarus sat out on his doorstep, and yet he did not. He did not include him at his table. How appropriate it is, and the fathers point this out, that Lazarus was with Abraham, and Abraham is certainly an icon to us, is an example to us of hospitality. And certainly one example is where he gave hospitality to the three angels, unbeknownst to him that they were angels at the time, uh, who visited him as strangers, uh, and he gave hospitality. So may we learn from this rich man's failures so that we might participate in good works, in almsgiving, and hospitality. Well, there's also a great deal to learn from Lazarus himself and from his life. Lazarus is an example to us of a holy life and the rewards of suffering with virtue. We see from the parable that Lazarus didn't complain about his lot in life, or grumble about the terrible misfortunes that he'd experienced. He patiently endures his hardships. He's content and thankful for what little he has. And he doesn't assume that he is entitled to something. He doesn't assume that the rich man should give him something. And yet, how much would he have been benefited from that? And yet, he does not hate or hold contempt for this rich man who could have done so much for him with so little of what he had, and yet he did not. And so Lazarus, we see instead, has a joyful hope for what is to come. So may we learn also from Lazarus to respond from hardship in a godly manner. So today there, there are many lessons, many more that we have not touched on, uh, certainly that, that even come obviously to mind as we read this parable and that are written about, but certainly from these few simple lessons that I've mentioned this morning that we can learn from both the rich man and from Lazarus, the poor man. So may we learn from this rich man 
that instead of avoiding these things, instead we should participate in good works. We should participate in almsgiving. We should participate in hospitality. And may we learn also from Lazarus in many ways, but certainly to thank God for all things rather than to complain, to endure all things with patience and contentment, and to love and not to hate those who believe, who we believe have mistreated us, uh, and even when it may seem obvious that they've mistreated us or uh, been unkind to us or spoken ill of us, then we are called actually to love them and not to hate them. So today we have much to learn from this parable, uh, and may we take it to heart as we continue in our liturgy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.